0: Open the door to the most powerful room in housing. Built for mortgage executives, real estate leaders, and the rising stars that drive innovation and progress, The Gathering will feature over 45 powerful speakers on stage in Scottsdale, Arizona from April 21st to the 24th. Learn more and register now at housingwirethegathering.com. This is Tracy Velt, editor chief of Content for Realtrends. Real Trends 500 data shows that there are a handful of brokerage owners who consistently achieve high growth year after year. These brokers were selected to be 2020 Real Trends game changers. Today we're speaking with Robert Lazars, president and co owner of RE-MAX Select Group in New Jersey, to find out how they managed almost 347% growth between 2014 and 2018. Welcome, Robert.
1: Welcome. I'm pleased to be here.
0: Yeah, great. So we'll start out with the easy question, and that is tell me a little bit about your brokerage, when and how it got started.
1: So um, I started my company in 1997 when I was in the business as a mortgage lender. At the time, I was working on the mortgage lending side with growth, growth-minded real estate agents at several competitors to a Remax uh, in the market I was in. Uh, at the time it seemed like most of those agents were planning um, their move or their promotion to a local Remax when they hit about five million dollars in sales volume or were consistently closing about eighteen units a year um, at the onset um, when i purchased the office i viewed my role more of as a landlord in a shared office environment where i was just striving to provide a healthy environment that would empower top producers to do their business successfully and independently. Uh, It wasn't until the Great Recession that I was forced to reinvent myself. At this time, I had over 20 offices and I was engaged by the agents of all different productivity levels to help them navigate through um, that unprecedented market. Uh, This this recession or uh, market shift was in retrospect a blessing in disguise to me as it forced me to redefine my position, commitment, and my role in the organization as a, uh, as a leader for the agents that uh, had been with me at that point for you know, 10 or 11 years.
0: Okay, great. So yeah, obviously achieving that type of growth um, over the past four years is incredible. So tell me a little bit about those years, um, mergers, acquisitions, how much of that growth was organic?
1: So. Um, Five years ago, we started out with, uh, or four years ago, we started out with five offices, and our sole focus was on how to provide additional growth opportunities for our agents. Um, All of our initial growth was organic, with our existing agents driving the growth by increasing their sales volume and helping us to grow the business by word of mouth. Um, Then we made a few key hires, um, and these helped us to take our growth initiatives to a new level. For example, in our flagship office, my key hire uh, and broker of record, Jennifer, Jennifer Medici was originally tasked to bring on a net gain of 12 agents in her first year. And with the synergy that we had together and the passion for helping others, we were able to grow the office by over 40 in one year, adding tremendous value to the agents and uh, at this point we're now the top office in our market and number five in the entire MLS of more than a thousand offices. So over the past two years, we've added uh, five additional offices to our network with three of them being uh, organic and two of them uh, acquisitions of existing RE-MAX offices. Um, In addition to these offices, we've added a new commercial division REMAX Select Group uh, and an office in Florida, along with a couple of partnerships, which were not included in the numbers that we discussed earlier.
0: Okay, so how many offices and agents do you have right now?
1: So, all, all combined, we have 15 operating offices and approximately 450 agents.
0: Okay, great. So obviously, in every entrepreneur's life, there's an aha moment, the moment when you realized you needed to change the way you were doing things in order to scale and grow or stop doing something um, and get creative. What was your aha moment?
1: Uh, My aha moment was redefining the business that I was in. And instead of looking at myself as being in the real estate business, which was you know, a passion of mine to get into lending and into the brokerage business, I redefined myself as being in the real estate agent business and uh, identified myself as a business that builds businesses. Um, as a coach and a leader, I'm never afraid to step up into the game and ask for advice and suggestions from uh, leadership and top agents. I never ask my agents to do things that I would not be uncomfortable doing myself. Uh, the agents know that my team and I are constantly accessible, and we personally get out and do the things that help drive their business. Whether it would be, you know, door knocking, cold calling, uh, running masterminds. Um, you know, today I would just finished a mastermind standing room only in our Fort Lee office, and it was just uh, a- an incredible energy that uh, that exists there. Um, on Fridays to give access to the offices that I can't be in. We even broadcast it on Facebook Live. Um, It's not just about being uh, creative, but also about coming from value and caring and helping. You know, we try new things, and fortunately, most of them work out, or I should say more of them work out than fail, but it's that creative energy that helps us uh, distinguish ourselves in the marketplace. You know, the best ideas come from our brainstorming and not being afraid to try something and fail that hasn't been done before. Um, But we always try to keep our fundamentals in check and keep the agents grounded on, you know, what we know will help them have a sustainable uh, and successful career.
0: Okay, great. So let's talk specifics about your growth. Um, What did you and your leadership do to create such growth? Um, Let's talk a little bit about recruiting, your business practices, and your culture. I know you mentioned it a little bit, but let's go into some more detail about that. So I think
1: um, one of the key distinctions of our organization is uh, at RIMAC Select we have a culture of abundance and we're always looking to share ideas and grow. Um, We feel if you feel like you've stopped growing that it's a very dangerous place to be. Um, We're an agent-centric company and we provide opportunities to our agents, uh, much like a successful team would uh, do for its team members. And we really try to balance, you know, providing opportunities um, with avoiding an entitlement mindset, which I feel is, you know, dangerous to uh, an organization's culture. Um, Our culture embraces abundance, growth mindset. You know, we're always looking to add or build learning-based agents. We're always trying to add value, uh, hold agents accountable, and you know, all in an effort to better serve our clients and the community at the highest level. Um, our leadership team, from myself to Jennifer and all the managers, you know, we're committed to helping each each of our agents build their own business within our business. To accomplish this, we look we look to model the value proposition of mega teams in the in the um, local and national marketplace and emulate the value they provide in conjunction with the brand awareness that an organization has, leads, training, accountability, um, all of this to ensure consistent production. Regardless of the external market force, regardless of the external forces or market conditions, we believe that our agents are positioned to grow their business in any market. It's my belief that when the market shifts or changes adversely, we will be the place for agents to go as agents look to maintain or grow their income, they will be forced to abandon the status quo and make these changes. Um, you know, We like to say it's not the split that you're on, but the value and what your income opportunity is within a broker that will really matter when the change happens.
0: Okay. And so let's talk about recruiting a little bit. How, how is there a certain question or something you look for? How do you identify... <laughs> Agents who are um, willing to learn and grow
1: so um, I think it's uh, the recruiting process is really a vetting process for both of us to identify not just if you know somebody's productive but if they're consistent with the values that we have so um, we will often ask agents you know where do they see their business going and then try to identify um, the value proposition that we have that can help them get there either quicker or um, get to a higher level in a shorter period of time. So I think it's about having you know, a congruent recruiting strategy, not just an all-out try-to-recruit-as-many-people-as-possible strategy.
0: Right. Okay. So last question, if you could offer other brokers some advice on growing their businesses, what would it be?
1: So it would be first you need to identify your core values, create a plan, utilize leverage, associate yourself with like-minded leaders, and hold yourself accountable to your mission. And if you do that, all other things will fall in place.
0: Okay. And you had mentioned, um, what did you say? You said leverage.
1: So, uh, you know, uh, identify your core values, create a plan, utilize leverage. Utilize
0: and leverage. Something- What what do you mean by that?
1: So, utilizing leverage, it could be as simple as um, putting the right people in the right places from a uh, a team perspective. Um, If somebody is a rainmaker, you know, we don't want to have them doing administrative tasks or anything excessively administrative. From our leadership role, you know, we've complemented our uh, recruiting strategy with outbound dialers that help you know, produce appointments for us to get in front of as many people as possible. Um, You know, I'm a big proponent of looking at, you know, what everybody's expected return is or income and trying to get them doing more and more activities that are producing uh, income at that level or above the income level. And, for example, if an agent wants to make $100,000 a year and they're working 40 hours a week, you know they can't afford to be doing activities that are less than $50 an hour, or their income will be dropping. Conversely, if they're doing activities consistently above that line, their income will go up. That's the the leverage mindset that we have.
0: Okay, great. Well, congratulations on being named a Real Trends Game Changer, and I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us.
1: It's been a pleasure, and I thank you for the uh, the honor and the opportunity.